Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, the Outreach Minister here on staff, and for the next half hour, I'll also be your host as Rabbi Schneider shows us how God talks to us. The Bible is the written Word of God. But there's a much bigger concept that we need to grasp. And that's why today on the program, Rabbi Schneider shows us what the Word of God fully encompasses and why it's important for us to take hold of the full meaning. Our message today is titled Eternal Word. And if you'd like to take some notes today, download Rabbi's study guides for this unique message online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now, let's get started. Father, I know that each one is at a different place in life, Father, that we're all going through unique things. But Father, I wanna thank you that no matter where each one of us are at, you are with us right where we're at. And so Father, we just together now, we just praise you. We thank you, Abba Daddy, that you're with us, that you will never leave us or forsake us. Father, that whatever we're going through, we're more than conquerors. And so Father, we just right now bless you, we thank you, we praise you, we worship you in the name of Jesus. And Father, I also ask right now, Father, that you would impart revelation and faith to each one of your people, that you'd supercharge us, Father God, with the Holy Spirit and strengthen us in your love. And I ask this, Abba, for all your people and for myself as well, in Jesus' name and for Yeshua's fame, amen and amen. The first three Gospels in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, are called the Synoptic Gospels. The reason that Matthew, Mark, and Luke are called the Synoptic Gospels is because they cover very similar material. Matthew, Mark, and Luke all write about the same historical events in the life and ministry of Jesus. The Gospel of John, however, is very unique. John brings to the surface deep mysteries, and we're gonna be looking at some of these mysteries. I pray that it's a real blessing to you. I know that I really love the Gospel of John. Now, we're gonna to begin today in the Gospel of John, chapter one. I'm gonna start right at the beginning in verse number one. It's really a fascinating and life-changing word that we're gonna be going through here over this next season of time in the study. Let's begin again, John chapter one, verse number one. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Now I want you to understand that who we're talking about here is the pre-incarnation of Jesus, that Jesus, the God-man Christ Jesus, manifested into human history in space and time. We read about it in John 1.14, where John writes for us, and the Word became flesh. So once again, think about this. The Gospel of John starts out by saying, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And then in the 14th verse, John writes, and the Word, who's the Word? This one that is God, this one that has always been with God. John says once again in John 1:14, and the Word became flesh. A lot of times when Christians hear the expression, the Word of God, they immediately and only think of the written Word, the Bible. 
But the Word of God is bigger than just the Bible. The Bible is the Word of God, but the Word of God is a bigger concept than just the Bible. Because the Word of God actually refers to God Himself who has always been. Let's look at the scripture again. I want you to see this with me. I'm going to read John chapter 1, beginning in verse number 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and apart from Him nothing came into being that has come into being. So once again, we're seeing that the Word has always been. But in space and time, approximately 2,000 years ago, the Word became flesh. That God Himself came to earth, clothed Himself in humanity, and He then became the visible material expression of the Word. The Bible says that when we receive the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, you have no need of anyone to teach you, for he himself will teach you all things. Now, this doesn't mean that we don't need teachers, that we don't need pastors, that we don't need the written word. But what it means is that we have received God who is the living word. I was recently listening to a scriptural transformation program that I put together called Seize My Word. What I did was, I went through the New Testament and I took the words of the New Testament writers and the words of Jesus and I turned them into what I call personal scriptural affirmations. So for example, we read Paul wrote in one of his letters, in him, Paul said, you have been made complete. Well, what I did was I simply turned that into a personal scripture affirmation that I confess back and I say, in him, I have been made complete or I am complete in Christ. So what I'm doing then is I'm confessing the word. So I've been going through these personal scriptural affirmations for months and months and months, and sometimes it just feels like I'm just saying the same thing. And one day when I was a little discouraged, I asked God, are these things really changing me? Are these really transforming me? Because it seems like I'm just confessing the same affirmations day after day out of your written word. And then I felt like the Holy Spirit, beloved one, spoke intuitively to my heart, and he said this, the word of mine that's transforming you, because remember, I was confessing, your words are transforming me. Remember, Jesus said in the Gospel of John, he said, my word has made you clean. And so I was saying, Lord, just by me confessing this word, is it really changing me? Am I really being transformed? And it was like the Lord spoke intuitively to my heart, and he said to me, it's not just the written word that's transforming you. Yes, the written word is transforming you as you're believing in it, reading it, speaking it. But the Lord said to me, it's also my word inside you that's transforming you. In other words, the living word, beloved ones, lives in you and me. What we read here is in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. And then in the 14th verse of the same chapter, we read the word became flesh. So who is the word that became flesh? Jesus. If you're a believer, who did you receive? You received Jesus. That means the living word, the rhema living word of God lives inside you. So what the Lord was speaking to my heart, what he was speaking to my spirit was, he said to me, it's not just you confessing the written word that's transforming you, but it's because my living word is in you. And as I am applying truth to your conscience and to your heart, 
As I am even giving you intuition through divine listening, through intuitive listening, as I'm listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying through my intuition, as that is happening, that living word inside me and that living word, beloved one, inside you, it's transforming you. God's word, Jesus is the word. He lives in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And as you practice intuitive listening to the Holy Spirit, as you practice believing that Jesus is in you, that the Holy Spirit is in you, and practice listening to your conscience, listening to your intuition, training yourself in the written word of God, as you're open to the speaking of the Holy Spirit into your life, through dreams, visions, prophecy, but especially through your conscience and through your intuition, what is happening? Listen, beloved ones, you're being transformed by that word. Let me give you an example. Years ago, the Lord began to show me to pull back my energy a little bit, to be conscious of my energy. And that wasn't something that I specifically read about in the written word, but that was something that the Lord was intuitively applying to my heart and my mind. He began to just give me a sense that I need to harness my energy more, that I need to become more aware of my body language, that I need to become more aware of my surroundings, that I need to become more aware of the other person when I'm having a conversation that I need to become more sensitive to the environment and to groups of people around me. He was giving me that information, beloved one, listen now, through the living word that lives inside me. And he was manifesting his living word to my mind, to my conscience, and to my heart. Do you see, beloved? God in heaven has come to earth as the word the Word has always been, in the beginning was the Word, John 1.1. 1, 1. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then John 1.14, and the Word became flesh. And the Bible says, and as many as received Him, right, John said, and as many as received Him, John said, to them He gave the right to become the children or the sons of God. You have received, those of you that are His, you have received the Word. The Word lives in you. You have the written Word, which is our only rule for faith and conduct, for right doctrine, and you also have the living Word in you. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit, and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. To become a blessing in someone's life today, get in touch to partner with us. Our mission is to prepare the world for Jesus' return, and your financial gift is channeled directly toward this worthy cause. Take your first step today by calling 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Your contribution will equip others for Messiah's return. And now here is Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message. Now, Jesus said in the book of Revelation, he that has an ear, 
let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. You've received the Word, and the Word is Spirit. And so what is happening is the living Word that is Spirit that lives in you, He's always speaking to you. That's why when the Holy Spirit came in Acts chapter 2, how did He manifest Himself? He manifested Himself as a tongue of fire. Why did the Holy Spirit manifest Himself as a tongue in Acts chapter 2? Because a tongue is a speaking oracle. And when we receive the Holy Spirit, what we received was the ability to hear from God and to talk from God. A tongue is the key to communication. And so the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, the Word of God is speaking to you and I, both through the written Word and through the living Word, who is Jesus and lives inside you. You see, we need a marriage in our walk with God between the written Word of God, right, and the living Word of God. Do you know that Jesus said, I have many more things to say to you, but you could not bear them now. So Jesus has other things to say, okay, that are not revealed in the written word. Now, nothing he says is going to contradict the written word. But for example, if you're thinking of changing jobs, can you pray to God about looking for a different job? Can you ask God to lead you into a different job? Can you ask God to show you which job is right? Well, you can do that. We expect him to do that. We believe him to do that. But let me ask you a question. Are you going to know which job to take through the written word? Are you going to know rather by the witness of the Holy Spirit on your heart through the peace of God through, listen now, the living word? If you're going to get married and you meet somebody and you're wondering, is this the person I'm supposed to marry or not? Is the written word going to tell you whether that's the right person or not? Probably not, depending on your situation. But can you ask God to give you a witness as to whether it's the right person? Absolutely. How is that going to happen? It's going to happen through the living word, Jesus, who's a spirit and is with you and is in you. I want to help you to understand that Jesus is your living Savior. That our faith is not just confined to just reading the Bible. Jesus hasn't locked us up in just reading about what he did for other people but the same Jesus that revealed himself to Peter, Paul, James, John, the same God that spoke to Moses, Abraham, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, and the others, this same God, beloved, is your possession. He's your God. He's still alive today because God is the God of the now, and he's speaking to his people, beloved ones, today. That's why when the Holy Spirit was poured out in Acts chapter 2, and it was so powerful that those whom the Holy Spirit had been poured out on were kind of like, you know, having a hard time keeping their balance. And those that were looking at the whole scene were wondering, what is going on? Are these guys drunk or what? Peter got up and he said, these men are not drunk as you suppose. He said, it's only the third hour of the day. He said, but this is what was prophesied, right? By the prophet Joel. In the last days, saith the Lord, I will pour forth my spirit on all flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. And upon all flesh, both male and female, I will pour forth my spirit, saith the Lord. 
All these things, beloved, the prophecy, the dreams, the visions, all this is communication, and it's for the New Testament church upon whom the end of the ages has come. My goal right now, beloved ones, is to inspire you to believe in a bigger God, to believe in a greater God, to believe that God is the God of the now, that God is here, that God is alive for you today, wherever you're at that he's still talking, right? He walks with me, he talks with me a long life's merry way. That Jesus is the living word and he's here, beloved, speaking to his children, to his beloved ones today. Well, let's continue on. Verse number three. All things came into being through him and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. What are we learning here? That through Jesus, through the living word of God, that has always been, from the beginning, God created the world. I want you to understand me for a second. Jesus is God incarnated into a human being, but the Word of God, the Son of God, has always been. In other words, God incarnated Himself into humanity. He clothed Himself in flesh and blood at a specific point in history 2,000 years ago. But the Word of God is bigger than Jesus because the Word of God has always been. Jesus is the incarnation of the living Word of God. But the Word of God has always been. He existed before God manifested Himself into the world in flesh and blood. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. The fullness of the Godhead was manifested through Jesus. But Jesus is just the Word of God that has always been, get it now, incarnated. Now, let me also say this. When we worship Jesus, we're not first worshiping a man. We're first worshiping God. When we worship Jesus, we're not saying that God is a man. We're not worshiping a man. We're worshiping God who has clothed himself in humanity. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Jesus is God in the flesh. When we worship Jesus, we're not worshiping a man, we're worshiping God clothed in humanity. God is our savior and he's manifested himself in physical form in this physical reality as Jesus. I wanna close by saying this. In the person of Jesus, what we have is one that is incarnated into a world that is both, listen now, fully God and fully man. Jesus is both fully God and fully man. And he's become the bridge between God and man. Because Jesus is fully God, he communicates with God it's in spirit. But because Jesus is also fully man, he communicates with you and I who were born into this world as flesh and blood, first of all. We're born in the spirit, but we're also flesh. So Jesus communicates with God in spirit as God, and he communicates with you and I, beloved, as human beings that were born into the world in the flesh. And thus he's become the bridge between God and man and between man and God. Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for sending your son. Lord Jesus, we worship you as our savior today. We declare that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Yeshua HaMashiach, that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 
You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. To learn more about this program and all the ways that you can listen, just go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And now here is Rabbi once again to share his heart with you about how you can partner with us this year. The greatest gift, beloved, that you could ever give somebody is to lead them to Yeshua, to Jesus. With your continued financial support, I am reaching 99% of homes in Israel that have television sets. In the book of Romans, chapter 15, verse 25 through 27, Paul shared how the Macedonian church, which were Gentiles, gave him a love gift to help him reach the saints in Jerusalem. You are doing the same thing today conceptually. You're allowing me to help people in Jerusalem by broadcasting the gospel, beloved, into all of Israel. I want you to know, every dollar that you give of your money with the right heart towards the spreading of the gospel, it will be rewarded at Jesus' return. I believe that as things get more difficult on planet Earth, more Jewish people will receive the Lord. Will you help me reach them? You can give a gift of any amount by calling 800-777-7835 or by giving online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. As a token of our appreciation for your generous financial gifts, we'll send you a select audio CD of Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month, and it's also available as a digital download. And you know, the fall holy days will be coming to a close on Sunday at nightfall. But understanding why God chose to set apart these special days is so important and it's life-changing for believers. And I would just like to take a moment to share some of the comments that we've received regarding this holy season. Take a listen to what this listener had to say. Ever since I became aware of these awesome windows of opportunities to meet with our Lord, I always look forward to them in expectancy. God who doesn't change is still keeping his calendar and I choose to do the same. Rabbi, you're an excellent teacher. Thank you. Wow, what an awesome testimony. And then here's another note. Thank you for this teaching and insight into the Jewish roots of our Christian faith. I have been anticipating this season and preparing as well. God bless. We look forward to hearing from all of our listeners. And if you want to connect with us to share your story about how God is working and moving in your life during this season, then connect with us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also write to us, send your card or letter of support and encouragement to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. That's P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And right now, let's wrap up today's message from our series, The Mysteries in the Gospel of John, with a special blessing. Here is Rabbi Schneider. What I love about the ironic blessing is that it did not originate with man, The words actually proceeded from the very essence of God himself. The blessing comes from the book of Numbers, chapter 6. So listen to these words and receive the blessing of the Lord into your life today. Panavelecha Vihunecha Is 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. That's discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider discusses the topic of the Trinity. That's coming up Thursday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.